When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Ruth Walsh is a 36-year-old woman from Cork who was diagnosed with sarcoma in 2016 and she joins me now this morning. Ruth, good morning. Morning, Fiona. How are you? I'm very well. How are you now? Good. I'm great, thanks. <laughs> so just tell me a little bit, uh, bring me back to 2016 when you started getting symptoms. Like, Or did you get symptoms? How did you discover that you had sarcoma? Um, yeah, so I'm a physiotherapist myself um, and I suppose I'd never had any injuries or anything like that before. I'd always been very lucky. I ride horses myself, but I don't do any running sports or anything like that. So I think when I just got this really random pain in my my right ankle um i really had no idea what it was i thought i had just done something maybe riding you know i i wasn't overly concerned initially um but it just progressively got more painful over kind of the course of three to four months so i suppose i had kind of done the my own exam on it in one sense you know Mm. from a physical perspective and Really, I, I just couldn't figure out why it was so painful when I was walking. Um, so I decided to go get um, um, an MRI done to, to see. I felt that it was something, you know, soft tissue. I never, uh, you know, in, in my wildest dreams imagined that it would be anything more sinister than that. Um, so, but I suppose a couple of days before I was scheduled for the MRI, it got extremely painful. I had been walking all day at a, at a horse event and um, I actually went to A&E and uh, got an X-ray. Um, now the x-ray actually showed uh, a huge mass in my the bottom of my right ankle um, now the the doctors at the time felt that it was just um, a cyst but they, they you know they said oh you need to go get this followed up so I continued on to get the MRI two days later and I'd say I had only come out of the MRI centre in Cork and I was sitting in the car when I got a phone call uh, to say that uh, I needed to go to the hospital straight away um, and actually when I got there they had reviewed my x-ray um, and they were, uh, they felt that it was something a lot more sinister. They couldn't give me any diagnosis at the time. Mm. And what followed on over the course of three to four months was a lot of toing and froing on a diagnosis. Um, and that's one of the big things with sarcomas is that they are sometimes quite difficult to diagnose. There is a lot of variance in them. Mm. Um, and in my case, it was a really difficult diagnosis. It swung from being a benign um, aneurysmal bone cyst uh, to possibly a tumour, a, a malignant tumour, but they couldn't tell. I had biopsies done in Cork and in Dublin, and my results and scans were sent to, in, sent to the UK for analysis. And again, it came back very, um, they were on the fence regarding what it was. Um, and it was just very, very difficult not getting um, a clear diagnosis early on. Um, I did have surgery in Dublin and to remove the 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 
the was it the tumor um uh, Mr. O'Toole did it, um, the surgery in CASA, and uh, he reconstructed the leg. Mm. Um, and he, but he did. He felt at the time he was again unsure with the pathology, what it was. Um, and I suppose I was clinging on to hope that it was still something that it was benign. Um, but it was a huge tumor, and I suppose at the back of my mind, maybe we always felt it was something more sinister than that. Mm. Um, but eventually, um, after I had that reconstructive surgery done, uh, within a month, it um, the wound had broken down, and it was the tumor was reoccurring. Mm. And uh, in December of 2016, I went back for a review in Dublin, and um, he basically said that he couldn't save my leg, regardless of whether it was benign or cancerous. The tumor had infiltrated soft tissue and uh, there really was no hope of saving the leg. So still at that point, I didn't have a definitive diagnosis of cancer. Mm. Um, but I did have, unfortunately, they had to amputate the leg below the knee um, in December of 2016. Mm. Uh, and it was only after that, um, it was only after in, in the January, actually, that I, after the samples were sent away again to the UK, that they eventually came back with an official diagnosis. Um, so it's a, a rare variant. Um, it's a telangiectatic osteosarcoma. So it's a, a variant of a bone tumour, we'll say. And like, obviously, you're you're 36 now, so you were only... What, uh, 31, yeah, 31. 31 at the time, yeah. So to lose your leg at 31, like, how do you yeah. even process something like that mentally? Yeah, it's um, still, I think still to this day, I still I still sometimes don't believe that it actually happened to me. Mm. Um, I suppose being a physio, I had I have worked with amputees in the past. There's a certain amount of, I've had a lot of exposure through my work to different things. I worked in acute services in, in, in Limerick Regional Hospital. So I kind of seen a lot of stuff and, and helped a lot of people with, with rehab and that. But you don't ever think it's going to be you. Yeah. Um, so it's it's still to this day something that's difficult to process. And I think... Still, every morning I'm a bit, I you know, pull back the covers and I still kind of look and kind of go, geez, I just can't believe that, you know. And now you just, you know, you move on. Life is busy and the momentum of life pulls you forward. Mm. But you certainly are, I think it's still for myself, but especially for my family as well and, and for my, my husband now, Steve, like it's still such a devastating blow, really. Um, but I'm lucky to be here. So yeah. I have to. I have to think about that all the time. You know, it was lose the leg or lose your life, and that was it. Like it was very black or white. So yeah, very black and white. Yeah, I mean, like it's such a tough decision, but really, there is no kind of, uh, you know, thinking about it. Like you have to obviously save your life. But um, how how are you now? Like, is the like, do you still have to go back for regular checkups? Or yeah, it's it's a very ongoing thing. When it, I suppose it's not just having the the leg, you know, your leg amputated, you're mm. left with this kind of lifelong disability in some way. Um, but also then I had chemo straight away so um, I had nine months of chemotherapy and unfortunately my cancer had spread to my lungs by the time that it was diagnosed and this is where early diagnosis is key you know we will never know whether or not if mine had been diagnosed at an earlier point or a clearer diagnosis you know who's to know whether or not it would have spread or not but it's, it's mm. why early diagnosis is so important but in my case it had spread and sarcomas um, very commonly spread to the lungs 
Um, so it had metastasized, unfortunately, um, by the time I started the chemo. But I did have a lung resection um, in the July of that of the 2017 of that year um, to remove um, a tumor in my lung and continue chemo then afterwards. But that is, I'm coming up, I will be five years um, next October. Mm. So we're currently kind of the four-year mark. So I have done probably better than um, was anticipated. Um, I have regular scans every three to four months. Um, but I've just gotten, I suppose you just get on your life kind of, as I said, moves forward regardless. And uh, yeah. I've been lucky. I've been very, very lucky. Um, I suppose the prognosis-wise, was given about a 30% chance of making the five-year mark. So I'm at the four-year mark um, without a reoccurrence. So I suppose I feel very, very lucky compared to to others that have a similar story to mine. And like, you know, obviously it's brilliant now that you're doing much better than anticipated. You must have a really strong mental drive to bring you forward. I know you have your family there to, to pick you up and bring you forward, as you were saying, but like for yourself, I mean, you must just be yeah. such a strong person mentally. <laughs> um, I think I wouldn't have said that I was probably before this. I think mm-hmm. I was, I had a very, I was very lucky all my life. I was very healthy and I've never really been put in a situation where I've had to, you know, had to really kind of, um, I suppose, you know, find your inner grit. But for me, I kind of just, I love, love, love life. <laughs> you know, I'm just yeah. one of those people. I just, I enjoy, you know, people and my horses. And I suppose for me, it was a case of, you know, do you want to, you know, you have to fight sometimes for what yeah. you want. So I just, I just had so much to live for that it was a case of just, you know, put the head down, do as much as you can and hope for the best because really it is just, you know, the look of the draw, whether your chemo works for you or not. And the chemo was very difficult and I have been left with with multiple side effects, but there are things that can be managed, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And I suppose sometimes when people look at, you know, people's stories from the outside, they think, oh, you know, you must be, you know, you know, mentally really strong and you're doing all these things and you're great and you, you do, but... You know, it isn't all um, rose gardens for sure. You know, there's an awful lot of um, kind of effort that you have to make every day to kind of keep going sometimes. But it's always worth it kind of when you go to bed at night, even if you've had a kind of a tough day or if I push myself with the horses especially. But I always feel at the end of the day, you feel better for pushing yourself. So you kind of, I kind of try to, you know, find ways around um, the inconvenience sometimes of, of having, you know, a prosthetic leg as well. Mm. Um, I'm always trying to look for maybe a solution. I don't always get it right. I get it wrong kind of more times than I get it right. But it's about just trying to find ways around it. And I think uh, and finding an inspiration for yourself. Like for me, my horses are a huge, um, huge, huge kind of interest. Um, and they're really therapeutic as well in, in lots of ways. So that's been for me something that has really helped drive me through kind of the darker days I suppose yeah and I'm sure you yourself are an inspiration to so many people who are listening to your story this morning Ruth what kind of advice would you give to somebody you were you were talking er there earlier about um, early intervention and um, early diagnosis and how important it is what should people be looking for and what do they do if they have any uh, if they suspect that they might have it the most important thing is just do not ignore any symptom that doesn't go away Um, and I suppose that's the key thing whether it's pain, a lump if it's there for any greater time, even if it's there just a week or more and you're concerned you need to go and investigate that and the thing about osteosarcomas and the soft tissue element of sarcoma is that 
it often doesn't have very clear cut symptoms. Um, it also it's also quite um, uh, it's quite an occurrence in children and in young teenagers, especially oste- osteosarcomas particularly. So often people will tell you, oh, you just did something playing sport, or you know, it's a growing pain, or you'll hear a lot of these things. Um, and for parents as well, if their child is complaining of you know the knee pain or the ankle pain or the hip pain, and they're constantly complaining, you know, over the course of a couple of weeks, just investigate everything. You're not mm. being um, and don't think you're being a hypochondriac or you're being this or that or an overly concerned parent. This cancer is out there and it is um, 15% of all childhood cancers are osteosarcomas. I think we need to remember that as well. And it's 250 people a year in Ireland are diagnosed with sarcoma. So while it's a small percentage, it's out there and it affects men, women, children, babies, older people. It's everybody. So ignore nothing. Get it checked out and get a second opinion as well. If you're not happy, get a second opinion. And that's really important. Don't just take one person's opinion, even if they are experts. There are other people out there. Keep investigating until you get an answer. Um, And that is so important. Ruth Walsh, listen, thanks so much for joining us on the line this morning. Ruth is a real inspiration there, the way she looks out for others with sarcoma awareness. And it's great news that she's doing so well. Corks 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.